Emerge 2021, General Dynamics Information Technology's signature virtual event series. See vision brought to life with GDIT and over 40 leading partners showcasing real technology solutions that make an impact today and pave the way for tomorrow. Join leaders across government and industry to explore how to accelerate digital modernization for your IT enterprise. Take a deep dive into emerging technology that will transform the world and learn how defense agencies are advancing the mission with cloud. Register now at GDIT so let's say you're into yoga or pilates or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me either way you know being flexible is key to doing what you love that's why smoothie king created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies plus type 2 collagen make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health so try the stretch and flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale order online today for pickup or delivery Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in again to Where Is This Going? A podcast dedicated to giving local performers and artists a platform to get their art out to you, the consumer of art, the listener, the viewer, the enjoyer. Um, Hoping to get everyone, you know, a chance to get their art out to those who may not have a chance to see it otherwise, especially with, you know, performing arts at a standstill. But this week, we are joined by our videographer, our photographer, comedian, black guy, uh, Devron Thomas, a great friend, super cool dad, uh, um, but an all-around awesome dude, and great to be around, uh, great to have around as a friend, great to write with, and have as a creating partner. Um, hope you guys enjoy the conversation. You can follow him at... Skinny Fat Dude 1, I think, on Instagram. Uh, Skinny Fat Dude on Twitter, I believe. And the GR Laugh Masters um, comedian page. Uh, it's Pictures of Comedians by Devron. He runs that page. And, yeah, you can follow all of his photography and stuff like that at Devron Thomas on uh, Facebook and things like that. And you'll also see a clip of his stand-up at the end of this show uh, at... At the end of every episode, we try to showcase our artist's art, uh, as it be, um, because after you get you know to know the artist, we want you to see their art. That's the whole point of this podcast, is getting their art to you, the consumer. So let us know if you like it. Uh, let Devron know if you like it. Give him a follow. Support this man. And thank you for supporting this podcast. Uh, if you like it, follow us on Spotify. Subscribe on YouTube. We'll try to keep it consistent, but thank you so much and enjoy this episode with Devron Thomas. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to. We're 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 back. We're doing this. Welcome to. Where is this going? This is the podcast uh, from people you haven't heard of, uh, but will soon grow to, soon grow to love. Yeah, we're still loved by just our mothers at this point. Yes, uh, barely. Um, <laughs> If you do not remember, I do not blame you. It's been about a year since I released anything on this podcast, but I'm your host, Hunter Miles. Uh, what we do on this podcast is we give, uh, we highlight and give a platform to local artists of every medium, whether it be paint, uh, comedy, music, vocals, which is still music, you know. I'm running low on different mediums of art. But today, uh, I am pleasured to be joined by my very good friend, a very hilarious person, uh, comedian, photographer, content creator, Mr. Devron Thomas. Thank you. What up? up? This is the applause uh, of no (laughs) one in the studio. Uh, But thank you for joining me, Devron. Thank you. 
I like how you've recreated the open mic scene. Yeah. No crowd. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's it's a it's a it's a environment we're used to, we're comfortable in. Yeah. Yes. Talking for no one is a decent night. Yeah. Yeah. You're crazy when you do it until it's in you know, on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> when you're just talking to yourself, right. yeah, you're crazy. But when you have a microphone, you sound a little bit, or no, you probably don't sound any more sane. You feel a little bit more sane. Right, and that's sometimes. the important part. Yeah, exactly. Getting to be okay with it by <laughs> Charles Manson. <laughs> what an author. Uh, I don't think recognized enough for his artistic abilities. But not you, the, on the other the hand. Other ones anyway. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you, on the other hand, uh, an amazing artist. And I say that especially in comedy, but also I see your passion in photography in the way that we're setting up the shots today and how distracted you got from walking to your car <laughs> to the studio. And you're like, wow, this country, man. And <laughs> as a black man in the country, you didn't feel safe stopping on the roads to take a picture. No. So you waited till you got to the safety of a backyard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice. And even then, you know, it's it's still relative safety, not <laughs> right. necessarily safety. Right. I don't know who owns this house. Yeah, I don't. exactly. They That's what I'm saying in the caption time. to the picture. <laughs> I don't know who owns this house. I do not own the rights <laughs> to this property. What do you think happened next? <laughs> <laughs> it's called it's a racism test. <laughs> Oh, how well, do you think you. i, I got here exactly <laughs> of course of course thank you for showing up and for those of you who are unaware which is everyone um we are going coming back now in full swing uh attempting to we are going to be doing video and audio hopefully so look for the video on youtube and or You'll see posts about it on Facebook and Twitter and things like that. And the audio will be available where it was available before on Spreaker and Spotify and Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, whatever. But enough about that. We're here to talk about Devron, who... Yeah, what the fuck? Sorry, man. My bad. <laughs> My bad. I got it. I'm catching up, dude. Got to plug get, me. I'm getting back in the swing. Uh, but yes, you... Have been a very good friend of mine in the comedy scene for since I started, so over a year now. Um, how long have you been doing comedy? Well, I would we'll start about, there. About two to three years, somewhere in between there. Two or three I mean, years. I feel like it's longer, but every time I put, like, I used to be so inconsistent when I started that I, I would say if I added all the time together, maybe like two or three years instead right. of five. Yeah. So when, what year, I guess, did you start then? Uh, 2015. Okay. And Sunday night funnies. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Not interesting Sunday show. <laughs> it was crazy because I saw the crowd. They were like a real country music crowd. They were mm -hmm. singing country music karaoke when I got there and I was like, Oh, this is not <laughs> gonna go well. None of this is gonna land. And I killed my first time. Nice. Not that I could notice because I was so fucking in my head. Right. Like just in my head. I heard no noise. I heard no sound mm -hmm. until I got off and people were telling me. Second, third, fourth, and fifth were the biggest bombs I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just you waiting to get back on stage again. Maybe think... the country crowd's a lot nicer at a show anyway. <laughs> I don't, I've never heard, had that to be my own experience, uh, but I don't doubt you. Um, <laughs> maybe back in 2015. Right. Were tensions still as high? <laughs> I think since forever. They do. I mean, <laughs> I know, but they, they have ebbs and, ebbs and flows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say. Like the 90s was pretty rough early 2000s cash money was out everybody was in exactly harmony. yeah yeah young money cash money really did something yeah, they for took this over country. for the 99 2000 right? exactly and the 2000 i mean yeah the 99s was getting out of some some rough shit so they ushered yeah. they ushered us into a new era yeah using usher <laughs> <laughs> using usher they ushered yeah. us in he started dancing in front of racism and they were just like all right well, maybe we should chill and you know what i would not detest Usher being a huge bridge for Between, racial yeah. unity. Music, especially music-wise. Yeah. He kind of broke over, crossed over. And sex appeal. Yeah, which is probably why he crossed over. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, that, that, that does survive racism. It's horniness. And exactly. You often, people often make that choice. Yeah, and I, I do believe that the black man has been 
very much sexualized by yeah. white culture. Or at least... But so is the white woman. Yeah. Typically. Until like 30 when the industry gives up on them. <laughs> Your words, not mine. They shouldn't. I'm I'll never... What I was going to say, yeah, okay. Yeah, like, this is just factual. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you should do something. <laughs> industry. <laughs> um, I... So did you... You're, I know you're originally from Detroit. Yeah. So when did you come to Grand Rapids since you started comedy in... 2015. 2015. I actually came to GR like fresh out of college. So I left from Detroit, went to college, and then I uh, mm. came here in like 08. Okay. 07. I dropped out of college to go to Job Corps. Smart move. It just seemed faster. Yeah. I was like, it's business management. Like, I can get this business certification. And right. I feel like I still get the same job. So it's just... I feel like it's done you well because you have been the consistent or the most consistent office hopper that yeah. I know. Yeah, it's not hard. You just got to learn how to say welcome to wherever. Thank you for calling uh, door hustle. <laughs> you know, this is I mean, this is the same lessons I learned in customer, customer service, service right. everywhere. Why do I need this a degree yeah. or a business certification? Maybe so that you what can is rise this? to manager so you can tell other people how to do what they already learned in customer service. Okay. Okay. I don't do that. <laughs> right now, what do you do? I shift between jobs before I ever achieve anything there. I'm a little shifty, you know. Uh. <laughs> Not to be trusted at any office job. Take that one. It's on camera. <laughs> Just it's you can pretty much add it to my resume. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is my interview video. <laughs> I miss I miss the era of um <laughs> entry videotapes to reality TV shows. Yeah. Like MTV reality <laughs> shows. Right. At least them showing it. They yes. still do them, but they don't show them anymore. Right. Yeah. I want to see more uh audition tapes. Real life audition tapes. Or uh my strange addiction audition tapes. What do you think those are like? I don't think those are. are I don't know. A, Somebody a, else submits those. Yeah, they don't think say. it's weird. It's like I'm eating paper all day. Why would I? Why? What's wrong? This is great. <laughs> I eat paper all the time. <laughs> That's just their video. Just I their eat video. paper all the time. The so perfect. what? Perfect. We got her. Got it. Want to be on TV? <laughs> Do you want to be TV? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Getting off track a little bit. I need you. Um. I'm shifting. Yeah. It feels more like an interview this way. Wow. Because now I'm actually yeah, looking at you. So, and like, not, I feel welcome. In I've been staring at that TV screen and the beautiful scenery for too long while <laughs> trying to talk to you. face. Come on. Is there some scenery around right. here? No, I can, I can look at you and then maybe I can think about <laughs> what I'm trying to talk to you about. <laughs> <laughs> so, came from Detroit. Yes. Uh, Went to college. What college did you go to? Uh, I went to college in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Indiana Technical is the name of it. And it's, it was it like a technical institute? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And it was said, a really, really, really weird experience. Just coming from Detroit to go to Fort Wayne. Right. And I was just like, all right, well, if I w we went to Gary, that was very similar. Right. He's like, okay, yeah, there's a lot of similars here, except I don't know anyone. That's the only yeah. difference. It's a big one. And we're going to go back to Fort Wayne now. <laughs> but like... um. I was going to say, what is Fort Wayne like? I just know that there's a, uh, my cousin went to a uh, Catholic school out there. That makes a lot of sense. There's yeah. like, a, their, their biggest claim to fame is their outdoor mall. I was going to say, it wasn't really like a Catholic school. It it was called St. Francis. But Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's an actually pretty big school out there. Yeah. Um, so it was for uh, Ball. Yeah, uh, Ball State. Yep. Uh, Indiana Tech was not a Division II school at all, so. Nobody paid attention to us for anything but soccer. And as an American. <laughs> I didn't care I didn't about care soccer at all. at all. I only cared about soccer when my cousin was playing it. Okay. After I stopped playing it. When everybody started mentioning that they played FIFA. And I was like, FIFA sells millions in America? I was like, all right, well, yeah, yeah, yeah I love soccer. Yeah. As I call it, football. It's the real football. <laughs> football, actually. Football. <laughs> football. But, uh, no, I got him here. Um, Indiana's a lot like... Uh, old west movies to me yeah where you see that that web that dust ball <laughs> just crossing the street that's how it felt all the time there there was no fun unless you made it like which was a lot of people's childhoods yeah it was a so family that's just, a family place right oh, okay so it's just reverting back to childhood right 
Is that what happens when you start a family? You're like, all right, we're starting from scratch. I got to start making my own fun. And that's why I have to have kids. No, what happens when you first get one, especially (laughs) at my age, because I was 19. (laughs) What happens when you first get a kid is you don't realize that you have to change at all. (laughs) Oh, no, I I recall. I need more money, but I don't, I mean, we're still going out this weekend, right? Right. I recall. I I think I'm the only, (laughs) I'm one of the only people I know that developed a crack addiction after trying to better himself for his kid. <laughs> That's that what, should tell you about the stress of becoming of a parenting. Parent. Yes. Yeah. It drove me there. so insane. No. It's like, oh my God. Oh, I need something to take the edge off. I need something. I mean, I'm working all these hours. Yeah. We haven't stopped crying in a few hours. And um, it's it's illegal, right? To put a pillow over. Okay. okay. Well, we won't do that. I, well, I love him too. So that, that'll probably. <laughs> Right, that's always a factor. <laughs> Love always has to come in for some reason. But it was just, oh, it was interesting living there. I was, it was really bored. And then I came here, and I was like, this is some weird middle ground where it kind of has a city vibe mm-hmm. to it. Like, and Indiana had no city vibe. It right. felt kind of rural almost. So, uh, almost like out here in Zealand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, except where college is randomly thrown in the middle. Right. Almost but, like hope, but that's nowhere near here right well hope hope college oh you said hope college i'm like yeah there's no hope out here no (laughs) (laughs) not for a man like me (laughs) so when uh when did you move up here like uh when your daughter was born like in Uh, so she was born in 08 or she was uh born in 08 i moved in 07 okay yep Okay. Moved here in 07, had a baby by 08. I moved fast. I was like, I really got to acclimate to the city. Get to like, people. I really got to settle down, you know? <laughs> and then your body was like, all right, no, you need to settle down. Yeah, okay. Everybody's like, you need to learn what a condom is. <laughs> and I was like, well, we'll learn that lesson later. Yeah. So, sexual uh, education was never a real big thing in the black community. No, or in Indiana, for that matter. In college, you surprisingly talked about it very little. Oh, really? Hmm. <laughs> Almost, almost encouraged the opposite. Like, how you doing, son? That paper is going to be due on Thursday. And hey, remember, pulling out is just as effective as wearing a condom. And I was like, as abstinence. Yeah, pulling out is just as effective as abstinence. Like, this is why you have tenure. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you you give the good advice. That's all I can say. I, this is why you're a professor. This is the next level. They talked about it, and this is it. This is the doctor. Like, this is. <laughs> when did they let you leave MIT? <laughs> So your daughter now is like what twelve? Yes, she is. That's ridiculous, because you you don't look much older than me. I know that's this that's that used to be a compliment for a minute, mm-hmm. and now I'm starting to wonder if it just means I look extremely immature and behave extremely immaturely. Well, awesome! I'm gonna have a great <laughs> career in Hollywood, man. I mean, <laughs> if you just I stay can, young forever, yeah, just stay goofy and young. Keep wearing them, them vans, bro, well into your 50s. <laughs> and just as long as you're buff, you're good. Big rapper tees and stuff like that, yeah. you're, you're on your way, bro. Absolutely. But it, you you honestly, I know you are mature, but you don't look very much, much older, older than me. Though. I like, appreciate that. You're too. what, 32? 32. 32? Jeez. I know. Don't We're going to edit that part out. Bleep, <laughs> it. Bleep it like Kill Bill. You said 17. <laughs> when they say her name. <laughs> <laughs> but... I can't. My son is four right now, at four and a half for what it's worth. I can't imagine. I still can't imagine teenage years or getting into teenage years yet. That's gonna be the worst. Yeah, it's my biggest fear. <laughs> you're right there. She's at the preteen. You're con. Confer- yeah, got but you're phone. on the door. Of- I know. And that's the fear. It's like knocking there. I'm trying to hold on. I'm like, hey, you want to watch a movie? You know, you want to spend some time? I was like, Wait, you want to watch a movie? What movie did you watch last night? Kill Bill. Because I'm a responsible parent. With your 12-year-old With my daughter. My 12-year-old daughter. Uh, we watched Kill Bill. Don't worry. I fast-forwarded through the fuck buck part. Um, <laughs> other than that, it was fantastic. <laughs> Watching her watch it was great. Because she's already pretty aware of like what's wrong. She's like, I probably shouldn't grab a sword and cut anybody in half. I'm like, exactly. You right. got it. That's the general message of this movie. Exactly. And, and, and as long as you understand that, we right. can proceed in confidence that we will be entertained yeah. and not influenced. And I grew up in a cussing household. 
So I don't right. have to hide that at all from her. She's already knows that she can't cuss in front of. She knows when she can cuss, and apparently mm. it's around her friends where we're not around, or when she almost gets hit by a car. That happened once. <laughs> but you allowed that. Well, no. When it happened, I was just like, "What'd you say?" Because the first time I heard her cuss in front of me. Wait. Also, if you were just like, "Hey, what'd you say?" Your daughter almost just got hit by a car. What were you doing? Well, before that, so we were all crossing the street. <laughs> I grabbed her because she tried to run off the rest of the way, mm-hmm. and she tried to run through, and the car went by the zoom, and she was just like, "Shit!" Was, real quick, she's like, "Shit." That's what cars sound right. like, I think. And <laughs> she's like, shit. And I was just like, you're right. Yeah, like, what did you just say? She was like, ship. I said, ship. I'm like, yeah, that's completely relevant to this moment. I remember when that fucking <laughs> yacht just drove by two seconds ago. Yeah, you know, like when that yacht was trying to hit you? Was that what that was? Well, yeah, no. I mean, as a kid, too, you always try to cover your tracks. I would yeah. always deny, deny until I die when I was a kid. I mean, yeah, exactly. And I, I, what proof Try do not they you have? Now. That's always that's always been my thing. Like, where's the evidence? Right. I will not speak until there's some concrete evidence you have. Show me the money. Yeah. And by money, I mean the info. Come on, <laughs> I want to see receipts. As as a child, I was saying, show me the receipts. So I stole from the store. Okay. Well, let me ask you a question. <laughs> do you have any items in front of you? Do you have any chips, Doritos, maybe a Fago, Fago orange, probably specifically. Where <laughs> I don't see any of these around me. Yeah. Where Where's the evidence you claim? Did she come out with that empty bottle and I just be like, oh shit. All right, well, let me discuss. Let's talk yours? about what happened. <laughs> yeah, see, that's you. That's you. You <laughs> just drank that, didn't you? You just poured it out, huh? All right, so you come to GR um, and you. Oh, is it time to check the cams? Yes, it is. All right. Somehow, damn, 18 minutes. That was quick. Okay. Check it. We're still rolling. It says 11 minutes. 11 minutes left? Yeah. Before I have to <clears throat> switch to another video. Cool, cool. All right, so you started comedy in 2015. Yeah. When did you... Your, when did your passion for photography come into play? Uh, 2016. Uh, I was just living with a friend of mine, and this uh, we had this artist apartment. It's mm-hmm. kind of like what we called it, where we had a painter who lived in the front room. We had a rapper in the other room. Uh, I was doing comedy and writing, right. so in the back, and um, the dude who rapped, he had a cannon, and we would just go out and take shots because we wanted to remember everything. We were like, we're going to blow up. This is going right. to be it. We need mm-hmm. to make sure we document all of our, our low-life stuff. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then as we just started taking pictures, I was just falling in love with it, like you could meditate and just capture a moment, see what everybody's doing. Catching people candid is probably my favorite. Right. Just because uh, everybody's at their most them. I was going to say, yeah, the purest moment. Yeah. Purest form of self. Like catching you guys on stage is beautiful because uh, when you try to get people to pose and be who they are in the pose, it right. doesn't work. They don't know what to do. But when you catch them on stage, they're being them. They're yeah. doing all this extra stuff, this extra shit. It's like you can tell who is who. Right, you, know, you the can. Personality is right in the picture. And as soon as you said that, the person I thought of was Joe Elder, because yeah. he is someone who you can always see his fa- like his expressive facial, yeah, his uh, big ass eyes. Yes, yeah, big blues. Yeah, <laughs> big old blues. But he's always expressing his point with his face. Yeah, and his like taped up finger. But even before that, he was pointing with like two fingers or one yep. every time. I have at least 45 unused pictures of him. <laughs> of Joe just, just pointing. pointing at things. <laughs> He's running for president. And then, like, with, uh, with his fingers just yeah, like this. The finger gun. <laughs> or oh, the Chinese finger trap. <laughs> uh, and then Kate Carmody is another one. Yes. Yeah, you catch right in there. Dave Colbert is another one, too, because you'll see him oh, yeah, jumping acting out and moving. Too, yeah. Yeah. yeah, real physical comedians, too, are very expressive. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, that's something I've been... Th- wanting to do more of is like act outs and stuff like that but even just like small things to 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 stretch myself yeah and add more to you know my act but i don't know to also just yeah challenge myself as a comedian yeah just try to step up and Live in your joke, right? You know, like exactly. while you're on the stage, really embody it and try to come out. That's- like even you, when you just have like small writing things, and like even that, that's that's yeah. not much, but it shows one effort. 
and Even, the personality type. Exactly. Like, kind of get to see the person. Yeah. Like, uh, especially when you're expressing someone else's characteristics. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're just, yeah. Then you're, then you're acting. That's how you get that. That's exactly. your audition tape. Yeah. It's improv acting. Yep. Well, once, once you do it once and then after that, it's no longer so much improv. And then it's hacky. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can act out your bit one time and then if you do it again, it's, that's hack. Wow. Did you see that? Like, oh, he's doing it again. <laughs> we just saw that last week. As comedians, everybody is so jaded watching everyone perform because it's like, oh, he's doing this joke again. It's like it's like, new you, for others. Yeah, like, you see. Yeah, you're wearing the same. You place. as a comedian see the same people every, every week. week. So yeah, why are you? Then go outside and smoke a cigarette. <laughs> I don't care. Well, now that's hard. Right <laughs> now that's tough. Outside is outside's where it happened. Yeah, I've had a couple comedians go. You know what? I love the show, but the. <laughs> But the only thing is, holding me back. Was it Bustler? Yeah. <laughs> it, no, it was just the uh, like it being outdoors. It was like ah, oh, just some comedians. I'm sick of hearing, yeah. and I just want to step outside, it's but I like, can't. I, I already know where this goes. You sitting there like a director, just mouthing it, just like <laughs> right. half black to be exact. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> so, fuck off. <laughs> I was trying to go somewhere with it, but I had nothing to go, nothing to do. Uh, they're not called that anymore. Um, that was all. But I can't go into that bit. Um, <laughs> uh, so I guess a question that I really had in mind was not what do you prefer more, but I guess if I had to boil it down to that, what do you prefer more between comedy and photography? Yeah, definitely comedy. Yeah. Just because it was always the passion from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, photography came in, and it was just an unexpected love. It was just like, right. oh, okay. This is nice. But it's like childhood love versus that person you meet later on. You know, it's like, I've known this person my whole life, and she loves me. Like, yeah. I'm going to have to pick her. Yeah, but I'm going to have fun over here. Yeah. But, and then you just make photography your side chick. <laughs> but right now, you don't have either of those? No. Oh, okay. No, yeah. Quarantine took a lot. Yeah. Took a lot from us. <laughs> I broke up right before quarantine. Yeah. And then two days later, like, well, you won't be going anywhere. And I was like, oh, shit. hey, oh. babe, let's talk. Right. <laughs> I, I made some I think comments. we can work it out. You, 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 Everybody was upset. You haven't seen the news, have you? Um. <laughs> it's like winning the lottery. So, <laughs> like, hey, babe, I won the lottery. Uh, we're done. It's like, we're oh, done. wait, wait a minute. That oh. number was off. Uh, we're done wasting time. Let's get engaged. Yeah, you know? we're, well, I'm done with these arguments. <laughs> But, but you also have like influences in comedy. Do you have any for in photography? Yeah, yeah. Mostly for photography, it's been like a um, community effort. Like uh, right. I've learned most of what I know from other photographers mm -hmm. at my level who are learning, or you know, people who are in school or YouTube, right? Stuff like that. So I don't know. Um, I don't have any like photographer crushes or role models yet right uh there's a couple people i see all the time and i'm just like okay these guys must be important and mm -hmm. i'm like eventually i'll come to revere them like everybody else but it hasn't happened yet. and or yeah there's remember. no dave Chappelle of photography say, and or remember their name right because uh <laughs> you, you, you always remember the picture right the curse of the photographer just like all of the shows i take pictures of I'm like i'm not in those pictures right it's like i wasn't even there you yeah i was just gonna say are you even comedian <laughs> Um, <laughs> Some people question it. <laughs> I've heard it, um, <laughs> but no, that was after watching you do comedy, though. Yeah. So I, I think that was warranted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> so besides Chappelle, because I already heard you name him, who are some of your comedic influences? Uh, Patrice O'Neill, probably mm -hmm. a big one. Uh, just that ability to turn comedy into pure. Whether you agree with it or disagree, it's funny. Right. Just to pull a laugh out of you, whether you want it to give it or not. You know? mm. I think that's that's something amazing. Yeah, it's a mark of a true of true comedy. Yeah. And it's purest form. Like, if you make me laugh at something I vehemently disagree with, like right. I'm sitting around every day, just like I'm, I don't fuck with that at all. Right. And you make me laugh at it. It's the butt of the joke, and you made me laugh at it. And I'm just like, God damn it. I thought I was a better person. Right. You proved me. Humble. Humble. It's, it's humbling. humbling. Yeah. And I think, yeah, there's... Because you can... It's easy to say something that someone agrees with, 
and finds funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it's a little bit harder, but it's still kind of easy to say something that no one can agree or disagree with. Just something goofy. Yeah. And everyone find that funny. Or most people find that funny. But it is it's a level of difficulty when you bring in just or just taking an overall uh why contrarian Yeah, uh, just to take yeah. the opposite stance just right. to, yeah, just be just to test people's limits. Right. That's also really fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean it's it's a level of skill as a comedian or a writer, uh I mean to be able to achieve. Right. It also helps you think in a different way. Like um Again, like you said, there's no it, when people agree with you, you're gonna get a laugh almost always. It's gonna right. be like a chuckle. If it's really funny, you get the laugh. Right, you know? just but like doing pro-Trump jokes yeah. or I'm sorry, I don't do those. Um, anti-Trump jokes in front of like an anti-Trump Trump, cr- in a very liberal crowd. They're like, gonna be yeah, they're gonna be like, huh, hey, I at least uh, agree. You yeah. know, at the very yeah, least, exactly. They'll give you the pity laugh. Because you, yeah, your joke doesn't even have to be that good. But nothing hit. But then, then there's it always feels like there's a cap on the, the thing that you agree with. Mm. But when it's something you don't agree with and you gets you to laugh, it's a bigger laugh every time. Right. It's a heavier laugh. If you now it's it's, it's a risk reward system, high risk, high failure reward. Yeah. And it's because they're not only laughing at what you said; they're laughing at I believe the fact that they're laughing. Right. They're laughing at themselves. They're laughing at themselves. Right. Exactly. It's the mirror. Yeah. And I mean, that's, I mean, I believe that's our goal is to be a mirror of society. Of society. There's so many ideologies in comedy, man. Yeah, I know. I I mean, I have a lot of, I have a lot of personal theories, I mean, as well, but I don't know. I'm not a theologian of comedy. Comedian. Comedian. Yeah, comedian. Don't say comedian. <laughs> um. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, man. Comedian. Come and go. Mostly going. You groom and go. Oh jeez. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate Chris Lee. It makes it makes my heart sing every time somebody tells me he's over. Oh, I, uh, there is every time someone comes out with another allegation. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I was like, but yeah, you have to understand the <laughs> the implications. People are like, so you're happy with allegations? I'm like, no, I'm not happy. I'm sorry that it took you guys so long to see he sucks too. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm sad that it took this much. Yeah, I'm sad that it took this much, but I am glad that we finally got there. That is not my stance, <laughs> but. Their opinions of Devron Thomas do not reflect. You do not reflect the views of the Where Is This Going podcast. <laughs> um, now I do sound like an apologist. Uh, I, I didn't even state my opinions, and I sound like... Virginia, William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. It's time for some straight talk. Tax returns could look a little different this year. So when the big carriers start trying to get you to splurge on the latest nonsense, just tune it out. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for just $199. Plus, get our unlimited plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune in to Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Savings may vary. See straighttalk.com. Great, you're gonna edit this whole thing out of the video. Just (laughs) wipe that, please. But, uh, so Patrice, okay, but back to the theologian thing. What other, I guess, theologies of comedy Comedy philosophies? Yeah, have you, are you, um, referring to, I guess? Well, there are people who believe that your job is to be a mirror to society, there are people who believe your job is to be a mirror and Something that uplifts society, right? I think. I think that's. Feel, an, I think those are all aspects. Those right. are all aspects, but I mean, people who believe that that is, yeah, the primary thing. Not everybody has the same, yeah, belief in it. Are there people who believe you should do neither of those and just be funny? You know, right. your only job is to be funny. It has no other. 
mm-hmm. no other bearing on it. it doesn't matter what you're saying it doesn't matter what right. you're doing if it's funny that's all that matters yeah and i mean that's all i think that's all true i think they though, all work yeah. that the funniest things are reflections of society you know what i mean yeah because of the relatability yeah so that would only make sense that and if you have if you have that power or that ability then why not use it to uplift the community and you know for the for the better because i'm broke man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't need to uplift my pockets right i can't lift myself <laughs> but i mean it makes sense I guess I could subscribe to most of those. Yeah, they all sound good. Right. Yeah, in theory. Yeah. But also, I'm just trying to get back on stage. Man, it's been... I'm glad that your show's been back. Thank you for having parents come back for as long as you can anyway. Yeah, thank you guys for coming out. I appreciate the comedians. I have people who drop and join every week, so (laughs) it's great. (laughs) You say there, uh, Carl Sobel's River North show, that's been a huge boost. Like... Yep, Carl Carl Sobel and Salsa Blue, Parlor Boys. Carl Carl Sobel. <laughs> Carl? Carly. Carl Sobel's uh show at River North Public House every Wednesday at eight o'clock. And the Salsa Parlor Garage open mic every Thursday at uh, nine o'clock. Time. Okay. Yeah. But also if you're not and that's in East Lansing. So if you're on this side of the state like a cool kid, you can come <laughs> to Parrots Lounge for Comedy Night at Parrots every Thursday at 9 o'clock as well. They're going to look like, back to this day as the day the beef started between the two cities. I would understand. No. <laughs> I th- I th- I've seen animosity for a uh, couple months. <laughs> K-Zoo's going to take their side. They always do. You know what? I wouldn't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> GR sucks. No, I'm kidding. Hey, we're the... moving, I'm moving to GR. Right. Um, yeah, this week has been pretty stressful for myself. I'm also moving <laughs> into <explain>. GR. <laughs> How's uh, that going? I got scammed, all right? <laughs> we, we've been going back and forth with this property management, management manager dude, and he... Uh, we had asked him one more time. We're supposed to get our keys tomorrow. Okay. We have no lease. We, it's a beautiful arrangement. Yes. All right, and we're back from a break. Okay, I'll explain it again. Or I don't remember where we left off, so we'll just continue on. <laughs> but the the song that you were playing reminds me of a question I had. <laughs> that works. So um, we had your Patrice uh, influence. Uh, how did Patrice O'Neill die? Uh, diabetes. 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 A lot of, um... He died of betis. He died of betis. That's right. I... I mean, a lot of people have... We've lost a lot of comedic talents and yeah. musical talents to drugs, uh, <laughs> a lot. So I'm glad that diabetes... No, I'm kidding. That's, you know, that he had the number joke. one drug of all, high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, you know, that's number one killer of black men. Yeah. Uh, heart disease, I believe. Or white and cops. it's addicting. So. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> white, white cops or... <laughs> I don't know if they're addicting. Maybe it's to the Blue Lives Matter crowd. <laughs> but I need you. Um, <laughs> Let's not get political, okay? So, yeah, I'm not trying to. But, uh, so would... I want to get on the topic of Lost Legends for some reason. Okay. Lost Legends in comedy. Who would you? Who's I guess your top five biggest losses? In, in comedy? comedy, yeah. <laughs> this list is gonna end poorly. But um, <laughs> let's see, Patrice O'Neill, mm-hmm. uh, obviously. Uh, let's just do number two, uh, Greg Giraldo. Yeah. I I, I love roast, roast comedy. Yep. Yeah, because roast comedy actually kind of started. Me and comedy, mm-hmm. like uh, just talking shit was my favorite thing to do. Right. Um, and just when you see somebody that's great at it, and the stand up alone was good, but like just watching him roast people was just that was a huge loss for me. Uh, I mean, as far as losses go, I don't lament too many, you know. Right. Like, uh, what's my guy's name? Everybody be sad that I forget his name. <laughs> Carlin. 
Okay. You know, but he's like, because it was in the early stages of Carlin, he embodied that whole philosophy we were talking about where it's like, uh, yeah, you have to, you, you should be able to hold up a mirror, but it should also elevate. Right. And he was really big on that and still made it really funny. Right. Until later on, anyway, when he got really just like bounce a TED talk. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, in, in his older years. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> what happens to everyone, apparently? I mean, he was, he was, I think his last special, he was just like in all black. It, I don't know if they were sweatpants, but look close. Um, <laughs> it with like pants. orthopedic shoes on. It was, it was just hard to watch a little bit <laughs> for me. Anyways, um, all right, so we got three. That's decent enough. Yeah. Well, my well, last one was gonna be Louis C.K. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you're not gonna throw Bernie Mac in there at all. Bernie Mac is obviously in there. I, I don't know. I feel Bernie like if you're gonna, obvious. Okay. Well, okay, if you're gonna throw up like Upper Pantheon, that you don't put them on the list. They they prestiged beyond the list. You can't put Bernie on the list. Okay, but you're putting Patrice on there. Cause well, yeah, Patrice never really hit that okay, level. Okay, so you're saying okay, so like obviously like prior. And yeah, you know, I mean, those losses are... To me, I, I'm thinking, like, a, a loss in our lifetime, we've seen a loss of them in that community. Okay, in okay. The community. Well, I don't even have five for that. Yeah, you I know? mean, me neither. So... No, I got... No. I would say... Uh, Daniel Tosh, he's still alive, but he's gone, you know, we've well, lost he's him. He's gone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've lost him. Um, yeah, I don't really have... I think I, I have three I can think of. Mitch Hedberg. I mean, and it wasn't in my lifetime, but it was, I think, it was, yeah, uh, it's an like untimely it's loss yeah. um, for the community. Uh, Although, I'm not, I don't, I'm not the biggest Mitch Hedberg. I mean, I love Mitch Hedberg, but I, and I just think his drugs did eclipse his talent. Yeah, but. Oftentimes, there's drug use. We, what was the song we were just listening to, Mac Miller? Yeah, I mean, that's the drugs music. really add to the talent sometimes. Right. <laughs> yeah, as musicians in the '60s were proven their heroin addictions. Right. Makes great music. <laughs> Fantastic music. Very true. Horrible life decisions, but great music. They make horrible life decisions. <laughs> the '60s and '70s made horrible life decisions. But great music. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix would dip his headband in fucking acid <laughs> and then play. He's like, this makes sense. Black. Is, is that? Go, yeah, it does. Is that? Recorded history. Yes. He would yes. dip his headband in ass <laughs> and then wear it. And then all over the watchtower, you're just like, God damn. You know what? That's impressive. That explains why in all his pictures, his eyes are closed. Because he's like, if his eyes were open and he had to see everybody. <laughs> That'd be a trip. You and I have experienced uh, a trip together. Yeah. Mushrooms. Um, Big psilocybin family. Yeah. Psilocybin. Psilocybin, psilocybin. Yeah. It all sounds super, like, technological. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> right. Or would you say mushrooms are your favorite? No, LSD is my favorite. LSD. Yeah. I feel more social and get the trip. Right. Versus shrooms, and I'm just like, great, now I have to fix something about myself. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it is a lot more introspective, yeah. shrooms. I haven't done LSD in a long time um, since I've... Since I got sober and stopped doing everything. And then... <laughs> Got back into just weed and just alcohol. the earth, the earthborns, the earthborns, earth, earth goes right back to the bit. Welcome to earth, earth, earth day, <laughs> dat and dem. Yeah, anything that ends in ir, th, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be like birth, first, <laughs> happy birthday, yeah, happy birth, birthday. Boy. That's what I'm saying, first birthday. All right, um, <laughs> so both of them is both, them. both, both, both of them, them. <laughs> all them, all, all them. them. All of that. All the smoke we need. All of that. We hate consonants, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they ruin everything. <laughs> um, and I'm not going to get into Pacific and specific. But, you don't uh, have to. It's very it, clear. We right all there. know. Um, <clears throat> Silent letters are the worst, <laughs> worst enemy that's ever happened. Don't throw an E anywhere. <laughs> uh, uh, so, acid, shrooms... Is that mean weed? Obviously. Yeah, well, I mean, again, that's that's like Bernie Mac. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. You can put that on the list. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, as as far as the dare program would go, they wouldn't even no. they wouldn't even throw a weed in the box anymore. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> as they as we've heard now from what was that Joe Elder? Yeah. Like, and dare would be definitely teaching kids how to roll a blunt. It's like, look, yeah. Smoke weed. Don't do crack. This yeah. shit will kill you. Fentanyl. No. <laughs> don't fuck with that. Yeah. I mean. Crack won't kill you. It'll, uh, 
it may. It, say, it just won't. I don't it, know if the data suggests it will kill. It will kill your social. <laughs> it will kill your social life, and you know, uh, all of those around you. It will kill their love for you. I can probably. <laughs> I could probably assume that. I could probably assume that. <laughs> just guessing. Um, we're gonna cut that out. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so you. You said you admired Geraldo for his roast comedy yeah. and noting that that's how you got into comedy. Can you kind of elaborate on that? Uh, so, like, high school. Like, in middle school, I was, like, kind of goofy, but I was kind of like, I want to hit these books and right. take it out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all of that kind of shit. And when I got to high school, I got roasted, like, day one. Right. Somebody called me Chocolate Titties. And he's like, hey, did chocolate milk come out them chocolate titties? And I was like, wow. <laughs> First off, that's fucking hilarious. Very much. <laughs> like, hey, secondly, because that was always my—I never got upset. Right. That's how I knew I was made for roast comedy. Like, you never got upset. I would always objectively be like, "Damn, that's a good one." Yeah. Or I'd be like, "That's garbage." You, you hate yourself. You, you appreciated know? the art yeah. form first. And I remember sitting there thinking, like, I had nothing to retaliate with, and I was like, mm. "This can't happen." I came back the next day with like five or six. Yeah, he's gonna get up. me. Yeah, and just like he, and the biggest thing that I got him with was um. He was homeless at the time, and I was like, "You don't even have ground to stand on. It's the same ground you sleep on. Like you can't, you can't say anything to me. Bro. You don't have a home. Your parents gave up. Your parents, <laughs> your parents just gave up. Right. So he had a joke about me as a person, like you know, as a as my fat. That's yeah. And you attacked him as a person, his life, who his he was. being, yeah. his 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 livelihood, his circumstances. <laughs> I mean that's and he got too quiet and that's that's why I knew I was like oh this is fun oh yeah, this class class oh when one. he when he got quiet that's when you're like oh this is fun now when oh, he yeah. laughed he didn't no it, it, no, it, it didn't, didn't first off most people who roasted you in high school some for reason can't take it back they thought yeah. it would never happen to it makes sense you know yeah so he would sit there and he just got really quiet and then everybody's laughing at him so he left. And I was just like, that felt great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know what happened to him after that. He never came back. But like... <laughs> uh, which is better than it could have been. Because, um, I mean... Maybe. We have no idea. I think you... Well, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but you, I think, handled it the best of one of two ways. You could have... You went home and you wrote jokes. You yeah. didn't write a manifesto. That's the, <laughs> well, that's the difference between the black and the white school. Yeah, exactly. Something about the metal detectors at the front door. <laughs> They're a real deterrent yeah. to, uh, to aggressive measures. You go to other, other schools, they're just like, well, we're safe here, I'm sure. Yeah. they just, That assumption of safety is really what screws you. Um, we don't have money for metal detectors because we're giving everybody laptops. Yeah, like, for real. I had, a, I had an iPad. <laughs> I had an iPad uh, my sophomore year and up. But also, or, yeah, it was my sophomore year, I think. But also, the uh, the food at our school got a whole lot worse. So I think it was a really poor trade-off. Some of that poor food was great. That cardboard box pizza, the nuggets. Yeah, but that was before. See, you weren't in high school when I was. That's true. I was in high school during the Michelle Obama reign. Oh. And... She had something out for fat kids. She, yeah, yeah I which, that. I mean... I mean, health-wise, you're like, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. It seemed vindictive at times. <laughs> she, like, hey, she, was, she was calling kids chocolate titties. Hey, no. chocolate titties, you want to <laughs> lose some of that weight? <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe she shouldn't have rolled up at schools that way. <laughs> but it makes sense, though. She had a great goal. And maybe she did seem vindictive. And maybe that was, maybe that was the issue, why everyone was offended with it. Because all she did was try to <laughs> get our kids... Because we're America. Yeah, I was going like, to say... Bro, we just added another patty to the Whopper. Like, right. no. No. I'm working on this double-decker <laughs> Burger King McDonald's right. idea. And you're trying to tell my kids to eat healthy? Eat healthy? Did you know Jeez. that they put meat in between two chicken patties? <laughs> like, at like, KFC? We... <laughs> they put a donut... <laughs> They put two donuts and then put chicken in the middle. KFC. Are you kidding me? You want me to eat healthy, but... And that's all they were doing. These are the alternatives? Oh, would you like some broccoli or would you like this fucking Luther burger? Right. Krispy Kreme, bacon. Right. And so all she was like, hey, maybe we should give them, I don't know, a healthy alternative choice. And all they did was call her a man. And <laughs> they did the same thing to Angela Bassett, bro. right? 
If you got if you got a good defined Sierra, artist, people will do it to you. Yeah, they did it to Sierra back in the day too. Which is crazy because did they not watch the goodies video? Dude, that was my whole argument. Like, what? That started so many puberties. My sister, <laughs> that, that I don't think it started as much as notified. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I think I'm, this is the change. Um, Down those blocks, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> we have work to do. We have work to do. <laughs> We're constructing a super machine. Um, in order to abuse those titties. Uh, <laughs> but my, I think my sister was the one who was who had told me about the Sierra rumors back in the day. Yeah. And then, yeah, I had watched that music video especially, and I was like... But that's why I like that she came out with Like a Boy. You kidding me. Like, she came out with a song called Like a Boy, and that's him. Yeah. And everybody was just like, this confirms it. And she's like, no, she's trolling y'all at this point. Right, and especially... Like, that wouldn't even make... Okay, I have all these rumors. I'm just going to confirm it and not say anything about it. No, people are dumb. They do it now with Meg Thee Stallion. Yeah, it, well, what happened with... Uh, she did name herself Stallion. <laughs> what? Speaking of Meg, do you know what happened with her and um, Tori? Lan Tori no one knows. None, none of the information's come clean yet. Like all I know is that she got shot in the foot, and it looks like it was Tori that did the shooting. She got shot twice in the foot. Okay, so how does it look like it was Tori? Nobody. They won't talk about. Oh, are they just saying the angle of no, the shot? No, they're like. So they're like. Uh, the bullets say what, Kylie Jenner was yeah. there. All these other, they were like, there's a group of people there. Nobody's right. talking yet, maybe for court reasons. I don't know. I would imagine. But, and no one knows who it, who did what. Somebody could have pulled up. There's all these different... Everybody thought Tori was, like, defending her. Because mm -hmm. they were, like, besties on Instagram for, like, the last quarantine months. Right. And then all of a sudden, he shoot her in the foot. Somebody said she was talking shit about him, calling him short. <laughs> 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 and he pulled a short move. <laughs> Joe Pesci her. Yeah, I was just gonna say that's uh, that's big man syndrome right there. <laughs> a short man syndrome. I don't know what it's called. Anyways, thank you. You will now be joining me for our segments in black culture throughout the uh, series of the podcast. So thank you. See, that's the one benefit to moving to GR is that whenever somebody has like a black thing they need to do, mm -hmm. I get put on the dais. Yeah, because nice. there's so few apparently right. that they pay attention to. Yeah, I mean, well, some of them, but yeah, they're like what? There's what? Dave Jones, Dave, Dave, a lot of Daves. Yeah, Dave Colbert. Uh, we got uh, Brandon Kayshawn or Kiwiga. Is it Kayshawn? Kayshawn. Kayshawn. It's, it's probably Kayshawn. Uh, you got Lady J. Uh, there's just a lot of artists out here. Right. You got uh, Jade Carter out in what, Lansing or California. I think yeah, it's K2. There's, there's a few, but they, you, they, you see the same faces for everything. Right. Like, well, yeah, I'm trying like, to think. Brianna Blackburn, Dante right. Lillard. Yeah cousins i'm saying brianna dante, your cousin no <laughs> dante and brianna are cousins dante probably looks like my cousin and i wouldn't blame you but what if the saloon do i hadn't met you a year ago i'm like when you let your boy <laughs> but um oh yeah no brianna i'm seeing this week at um paris lounge she'll be on thursday yeah so is joe elder speaking of I'm going to show up. Maybe I can take pictures this time. Yeah, maybe. 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 I just need pictures, dude. I don't take pictures during the show you anymore. You know, why don't you take some initiative like Carl and buy a camera? Because um, I'm too <laughs> Cause busy. Because I have friends. <laughs> right. Because I'm too busy making these connections. <laughs> these right, social Khaled. connections. <laughs> right. I just want to DJ Khaled that shit and just throw my name on the track. Right, but like... <laughs> Hunter Marcel Miles presents We the Best. We the Best. <laughs> I'm, I've been, oh my gosh. Have we not been recording? <laughs> Bro. No, we haven't been. Wow. <laughs> oh, let me check the timer now. <laughs> Well, we got the audio. We got the video. Video, the video. Well, we can take the audio from that. Okay. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> All right. So we may have just lost. I don't know. Maybe twenty minutes of audio. Who cares? Um, <laughs> we're back. Uh, <laughs> And if I could... <laughs> that part of the video is going to sound really low <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> compared <laughs> off of that camera cam mic. Yeah. 
we'll see how it goes. But hey yo, Cheerios, we're doing it again. Um, is it? Yeah, I just forgot where we were. No, I'm or saying this is it going. Oh, is it recording? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just forgot where we were again. What we were talking about at all? Failure at recording. Well, yeah, I know that we were getting to that. Oh, um, being black in America. You're right. So I just <laughs> want to know your struggles as an African American in this climate today. No, I don't. I don't care. Um, say thank God, because <laughs> they're heavy. Not that I don't. <laughs> not that I don't care. You know what the hardest part about doing comedy when we came back was? What? After quarantine and after going to the protests and and the subsequent riots. <laughs> which, surprisingly, were the only thing that really got anything accomplished. Um, also, I, w- I wasn't at the riots. We, were, we no, weren't there. We, we did leave in time. Yes, before, 10 minutes. Like, literally 10 minutes before yeah. it all started. But also, looking back on it, that's the only thing that made them change anything. Because now they're just like, oh, they're walking. Like, right. And people are like, still the walking and still nothing. Yeah. Yeah, they're walking. They're like, "All right, can we send some troops down? Take care of these walkers." Thanks. Yeah. And like they're holding up signs and they're yelling something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it could be no threats. That's no like, correct. It sounds like threats to me. We want rights. The right to what? <laughs> <laughs> the right to what? To revolt. To revolt? I'm hearing uh, revolt. I'm hearing. Yeah. I'm sorry. We are gonna have to shut this down. Get in that unmarked van, please. <laughs> uh, but what was a good thing that came of these things? No, or were you, so, is that what no, you're when saying? I first, no, there, there's no good thing. That's oh yeah, that's right. The good thing that's come of quarantine, I would say. Mm. Is you know uh, to the sense of what everybody has this new urgency. Yeah, when everybody comes back to a show, they're putting in more effort. Everybody's yeah. funnier. They're putting in a lot more new stuff too. A lot of people. Are. Yeah, and like everybody has all this stuff they've been working on. Also, a lot more people started doing videos at home. Yeah, uh, what bartending, bartending with Carl, the Salsa yeah. Parlor Boys put out different sketches. It's just it's people are taking new steps because I'm here for it. You dude. have to, right? You know, we're gonna all start doing more videos too. I'm sure of it. So you'll see us with things that aren't just us failing at talking. Yes, yes. But um, the hardest part when I came back, my first day back, I was supposed to do a show at Tip Top. Mm-hmm. That first day they Same. came back. Same. And oh wait, no, not. Not the first. Day. Yeah, the second one they came back. We I think we both did, didn't we? Yeah. No, you did I, the first I one. Didn't, no, I didn't get to do. T- I was supposed to do Tip Top the week they shut back down. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so continue, please. But no, that first week they came back, and, and Keen's like, "You still one time?" And I was like, "Nah," because you're like, "Why?" I was like, "Cause I have all of this Black Lives Matter material." But I'm still angry. Like, <laughs> right. I'm like, I can't do it funny yet. I need to it's let like, it fuck settle. Fuck you, like in the crowd. Right. Like, I need to let it settle. Yeah, I need to let it settle into funny. That makes sense, though. Because, I mean, it's, you know, uh, tragedy plus time. Yeah. Or, but you And the time is a lot time. quicker when you're a comic, you know? Right. You're just like, all right, I'm over this. It's time the, to make some jokes. Yeah, the time's quicker when you're a comic than it is for the audience. Yeah. And, and then so... you can be the mirror without like slamming it against somebody's face like this is fucking you <laughs> right <laughs> but also it still may feel like they're taking that mirror in the face well, yeah, they're not the, ready for it that's the sensitivity level difference. exactly yeah. <laughs> you got to have that that delicacy right you you still have to learn how to manage that that's my like... that's my favorite image taking this mirror <laughs> see yourself <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just feel like the fucking tax guy outside just swinging a sign as a mirror like you bitch <laughs> look at you look at you look at you look at you that's gonna be that's gonna be my new mantra on stage look at you look, look at, at you. you look at you um all right well I just have uh, just a couple more questions like two so in either comedy or photography, what do you want to do in the, I guess, if in the longest future you see in your passions? You know, the biggest thing I've learned I love about comedy is, uh, first off, performing it is something I would think I would ever stop. I think whether I ever had success in it or not, right. I would never stop. I think I just genuinely love it. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, I do love the writing aspect and I feel like of that's course. something I've seen change so dramatically from 2015 up and even I was a writer all through school so like mm-hmm. uh even from back then to the growth and different things I really want to write for tv movies uh things like that I have and then sketch sketch right. is really big and that's coming soon uh you're a part of yes you know like do shot some videos and mm-hmm. do some stuff like we just want to get some sketches going but I really want to do bigger 
ideas, you know? Right. And even if I can't get them to Hollywood, because Hollywood's, what, gone? <laughs> like, I don't know how right. that works. No, Hollywood's canceled. Yeah. It's, 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 well, yeah, if not canceled, it's definitely dying from corona anyway. Right. No, I mean, if anything, they're the ones handling it the right way. But continue. Yeah, but I mean, it's, they're not going to be, it's not going to be a lot of new faces coming yeah, in for definitely. a little bit. So I was like, even if I have to start throwing that stuff on the internet, I still want to, like, just start making. Just Schultz it. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh. Uh, for photography, I just love doing it. I, I mean, I just want to see different places with it, mm-hmm. get different visuals. The world is huge. Right. You know? I could spend my entire life taking pictures in just my city and still find new things. Right. But yet, I want to go and just travel the world to take pictures and stuff. Right. So hopefully, one feeds the other. Right. Like, I'm hoping photography can feed uh, the money for stand-up and stuff like that. Oh, so okay. I could travel and go around and... Mm-hmm. Go to shows, and while I'm doing shows, when I'm in between, get distracted yeah. and take pictures. So. That's that's really awesome. And I, w- I was thinking maybe your your comedy could take you places to see those, to get those pictures, to yep. see those views. But I mean, either way, if they're so why are you going to Abu Dhabi? There's no shows out there. Like don't don't <laughs> no, worry about it. There bro. will be though. There will be. I'm doing one. I'm doing. I don't know if it's gonna scan. I'm making one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's awesome, man. And it's. Are you looking to more to further progress in your photography skills or just grow in more in love with it? I guess. Um, so I'll keep, I keep. I think the thing that helps me grow more in love with it is progressing in the skills. Right. Same with comedy. Like right. I'll grow more in love with it every time I realize a new angle to take on anything. Right. But um, no. When it comes to like the photography, uh, I'm learning to edit better. You know, that's yeah. like the biggest part of it. Really, uh, mm-hmm. you can get a great picture in cam, but sometimes you can make a great picture into art. You know, like yeah. change it, and you learn different angles for that. Same thing with shooting video. I'm learning a lot about editing there, so mm-hmm. I'm far more in love with like how those things correlate. Right. Um, a lot of a lot of what I do for pictures when I'm editing is try to add a cinematic vibe to it. I'm like, so I'm like, think of a movie I like. Right. Think of how the tones in that movie were, the colors, yeah. and I try to apply that to a picture. You know, creative fake scene. Right. Look at him kissing. You don't know that she was cheating two days ago. You know? <laughs> right here, pure happiness. Pure happiness. And this is yeah. the image I'm recreating <laughs> with with a subtle back tone. With of... a subtle back tone, of she's definitely cheating. There's some purple in there. Right. <laughs> purple means cheating. Uh, As we know. <laughs> As your grandparents will attest. Right. All right. Well, nearing the end here, we're going to wrap it up, but I want to let you plug everything in all things that you're doing i i miss, mixed that up anyways all and everything that you're doing uh right now whether it's what do you got planned coming up um i know we have been in the talks of yeah. do, coming up with some sketch ideas right uh just let the people know where they can find everything and what we're looking at here all right so come in come and check me out on my personal page skinny fat dude one on instagram uh Skinny Fat Photo, which is my photography page, and Skinny Fat Comedy, which is my comedy page. You can also come check out a lot of different comics in the city um, on our GR Laugh Masters page, where we'll be posting different local Grand Rapids comedy fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You on Twitter? I am on Twitter, at Skinny Fat Dude 1. Nice, nice. I like how it was just skinny fat dude already taken, or did you even... You know what? I, I don't know. I feel like I came up with the idea a long time ago and then forgot about the page uh, and can't remember the password. That maybe would happen. If it sounds very specific, <laughs> don't ask too many more questions. You know? <laughs> Got you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Devron. If you're looking for Devron, uh, you know where to find him on social media and on Facebook. He's Devron Thomas. And you will probably see him at an open mic here around town, uh, whether it be Grand Rapids or here in Holland at Comedy Night at Paris Lounge. Please look for him on a lineup. You are guaranteed to laugh, I promise you. Uh, Thank you for joining me, Devron. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me, man. Of course. And thank you guys for listening. This has been Where Is This Going, a podcast about art and shiz. Thank you. I got insurance. Insurance is a fucking scam. <laughs> it's, a, it's a scam. I remember I got insurance. I went to the doctor, got checked up. I was leaving. He was like, it's a $65 copay. I was like, no, you don't understand. I, uh, I have insurance. You know? <laughs> Check the paperwork. It's there. He was like, yeah, this is your copay. Without the insurance, it's like $75,000. <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh, my bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
that's my drug money though. <laughs> so now I have to choose between my mental health and my physical health. If you ever see me at a rally fighting for fucking health care, it's because I want to do more drugs. I'm sure there's other benefits. I've heard the baffling. And I'm like, that's dope. And they talk to me and be like, hey man, yeah, but are we gonna get kids free health care, poor people, everybody like, bro, that is dope. I can get how many more grams a month though? For real, hold up, bro. We're gonna beat this, man. This is us. <laughs> so <laughs> you go ahead and get insurance. I thought I could use insurance like the McDonald's value menu, you know? I show up and be like, hey, bro, I got a headache. Let me get two MRIs, CAT scan, and uh, one of them pap smears, you know? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's on the menu. I got insurance. I can get it, you know? <laughs> Trying to treat my friends and shit. Hey, bro, y'all gonna get some of these pap smears? Because I'm not gonna get none of everybody else. I'm not gonna get none. I'm not dreaming. <laughs> Virginia, William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Shop 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory. Get 60% off select jeans and dresses. Shop the sale through March 28th at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com.